welcome back in to Dodging Through the Ravine. I'm your host, Young Stud, accompanied yet again by my co-host, Jacob Lopez. Jacob, how are you doing today? Doing pretty well, doing pretty well. One day closer to opening night baseball. Should be should be a little fun season coming up. Yeah, you know, I was pretty uh pretty upset with the offseason early on. But uh, you know, I'm I'm running into form, getting ready for baseball season. Because again, hope springs eternal. And uh for myself again, as obviously I sound a little congested, I did get a cold. So I apologize for the inconvenience, but next week will be all good. Tidy and ready to go. Open night baseball, you touched on it. Opening night baseball, not opening day baseball at Dodger Stadium. Not a huge fan of it. Uh, I, I do prefer night games, but for opening day, not the case. Agreed, agreed. I think uh, opening day baseball should definitely stay during the day. Something that... uh. I feel like night games are just more of an October thing. You know, it just it brings that, like, thrill of October baseball, you know, do or die for the city, for the team, for the championship. So having an opening day as a night game, it just – I don't know. I don't think it's the right way to start a baseball season off. Right, and you said October baseball, too, should be under the lights. Uh, they have some pri- – or uh, day matinee games during – October and like I get it for like logistical reasons you know scheduling but they could like try to find a way to get at least like a 4 p.m. start I I mean at the very like earliest I don't know nonetheless I'm not a big fan of opening night baseball and opening day but that'll be the case on March 30th versus the Arizona Diamondbacks in town as we hop into today's podcast Something we're going to touch on is Mookie Betts, Clint Kershaw, and Dodger Stadium. We'll get into each of those three topics and give you our thoughts and opinions. So we'll start off with Mookie Betts. You know, he's the leadoff hitter. It's only right we lead off with Mookie Betts. And we're going into three, the year three of Mookie Betts' contract, year four of Mookie Betts in a Dodger uniform. Time is already flying by. Year four already of Mookie Betts with the Dodgers, albeit a short 2020. And... He's yet to win MVP. He did already win a World Series. And the question becomes, will he win an MVP with the Dodgers? Will he go into Cooperstown with the Dodgers cap? And obviously, we'll spend most of his career with the Dodgers when it's all said and done. Does he need an MVP to solidify his Dodger case? So I asked you today, Jacob. You today, Jacob. Will Mookie Betts win an MVP with the Dodgers? It could be this year. It could be in five years. Do you think he was MVP at any point? At any point during his contract with the Dodgers, yes. I do believe Mookie Betts can win the MVP award. No doubt without that one. So you're saying yes, he does? I'm saying he definitely has the potential to. I mean, he's he's obviously very capable, but like. Yeah, just I don't know. I feel like even though he made – even though he won the ring in 2020 with LA, I still feel like he's just he's just more Hollywood than he is like for a team guy itself. If that makes any sense. Like he's just more worried about like the publicity that he can get, the the revenue that LA can bring him more than more so than the team itself. I mean, yeah, I mean Mookie Betts, it does market himself. Uh he is very fashionable and he does other things besides play baseball off the field. And, uh, you know, that's fine. I'm not 
too concerned with Mookie off the field. I think he does just fine. Uh, what I am concerned on is Mookie's attitude, especially like last season towards the end of the season, like more in the playoffs. Especially like his his uh, end game presser at game four in LDS. He he said uh, something along the lines of like, "Well, it's, we did everything we can. Like, I can't get hyped for a baseball game or something like that." I don't. He said something out of line, out of pocket, and I didn't take really kind to that. Um, I want want to see better attitude out of a you know team leader, and uh, but that's my only gripe about Mookie Betts. And again, Mookie Betts is entering is 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 in his prime, right? He's what 30, 31 years old, maybe less than that. Probably think he's like thirty years old. I think he's turning 31 this year. So he's in the prime of his career. But the thing about baseball is you have so many young superstars in the league that always come up and fluctuate. And they're younger guys in the league that are, are at Mookie's level or better than Mookie, however you want to put it. Uh, he's a top 10 player, no doubt. But, again, there's so many great superstars in the game of baseball that Mookie Betts has so much competition. Now, he did finish the top five in the MVP voting this year. But again, now it's really Mookie's team, if you really think about it on paper. Uh, we are having a new dawn of Dodger baseball, a new era. And it's really just Freddie and Mookie at the top. There's no Corey Seager or no Trey Turner, right, to uh, kind of take the load off of him. So he will have a chance to carry the team this year with more of a bigger spotlight on Mookie Betts because it really is going to be his team along with Freddie Freeman. You know, I agree with that. There's got a, we got a lot of young prospects who are most likely going to be coming up on this team. They're going to need teachers. They're going to need veterans. You know, me personally, I really like Freddie Freeman. You know, a coach and mentored by Ron Washington, one of the one of the really great infield coaches out there. So, I think Freddie can really help out Miguel Vargas, Andy Bush. Pretty, I mean, all of our young guys. You know, they're just they're going to be coming up, and we got a lot of great guys on our team to lead them. Michael Bush, yes. I think we might see Michael Bush this year. Oh, um, Andy Page is my bet. Andy Paz, right. Andy Paz. Yeah. Um, but my final answer, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say Mookie Betts does win MVP with the Dodgers at some point. I think it's like it's just a matter of time when it happens. It's like not if, it's a matter of when. You know, we're all just kind of waiting on it. But I think he will win MVP. Uh, if I had to call my shot and just be a – you know, magic ball predictor. I'm going to say, I'm going to say he wins it this year. Why not this year? You know, the Dodgers are still one of the World Series favorites, but they are, have gone less better in essence, right? They've lost pieces. So I think Mookie Betts has a really prime chance to take advantage and and win the MVP. So I'm going to call it this year. Mookie Betts wins and now MVP. How do you like that? I don't say this year. No, I don't see Mookie Betts winning it this year. This year, I see more of, honestly, not a Padre fan. Don't I'm a fan of him, but I don't really like his play style. Manny Machado. I definitely see Manny Machado taking the MVP this year. Past couple of years, he's been in the high votings. You know, Mookie Betts just recently, he won the gold glove. But, you know, offensive-wise, it wasn't really leading to anything MVP-wise. So, I'd say give Mookie another two to three years, and I think, he like he'll have the he'll have the credibility in himself to get out there again and get MVP because in 2018, do you think that if they didn't win the World Series that year, that he still would have got MVP? Well, the thing about that is they 
they vote before the playoffs begin. So they technically vote like right after the season ends. So I Oh, mean, I did not know that. They do it like before the division series start? They do everything. They do all the votes before the playoffs. Yeah. Hmm. Numbers-wise, do you think Mookie will have to have another year like that to get MVP? Or do you think he can have a few less home runs, maybe a few less RBIs? War could be a bit down. I mean, Mookie really kind of balled out last year. Like, he had his career high in home runs. I think he he hit, like, near 40. If he if he hit 40, I don't know if he hit 40. He, he got up there, uh, 38 or something like that. So, he had his yeah, career I high think... last year. It was high 30s, yeah. And uh, so, he had a great year last year, but he could be better. He 100% could be better. He knows that. But uh, Paul Goldschmidt did have an unbelievable season. Manny Machado was in the top three MVP voting. And so that's why I think Manny Machado is going to have a tough time to get to replicate that. He has Tatis, he has Soto, he has Machado. I mean, uh, Bogarts, there's so many stars in San Diego to compete with. So I think Machado will have a tough time to get up there again. But everybody's capable. But I'm going Mookie Betts MVP season 2023. Let's go. Moving on into 2023 topics revolving around Clayton Kershaw. And Kershaw again, he's just doing this one year thing, you know, year to year thing with with deals, and that's fine. Like he has the you know ability to do that, right? He's earned that, right? And uh, so again, we're we're just with Kershaw for one year. We don't know what's going to happen next year with Kershaw, but we got him for this year. And over the last X number of years, Kershaw hasn't you know been healthy for a full season. That's kind of apparent with his back issues. That's going to happen, right, with the back. And you just hope that nothing happens with his arm or shoulder or anything like that. Uh, back is still really not that great. That's not a good thing that you want to have hurt. But Kershaw, even in his time, has been really, really good. And, you know, people like to write him off that he's washed or whatever, but he's still really good. <clears throat> and so what do you have for Kershaw in mind this year? What do you think? He's going to be this year. Is he going to be a top at the game rotation guy, middle rotation guy? What do, you, what do you see Kershaw as this year? I don't see Kershaw being the last year version of Justin Verlander coming in hot, winning Cy Young. The, I want to <clears> see <throat> Kershaw, I want to see him in like our third, the fourth spot. We need like I I don't think Kershaw. I don't think we should let him go over eight innings just because of his recent like injuries. I, I believe he could be adept in the bullpen, potentially in the postseason, coming in in, like, maybe the sixth or the seventh inning. Because, you know, you don't – with Clay and Kershaw, like, just having him out there on the mound, it's it's chemistry for the team. If, when he's injured and out, you can see how it affects the team. So just having him healthy, making sure he can start every time he's scheduled to, I think that's the what we need out of Kershaw this year is just perfect health. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree in a perfect world. Um, but I just don't think Kershaw can be healthy for a full season. I'd be, I'd love it, obviously, but I don't think he can be. So he'll he'll miss about a month. Uh, I would predict like a month of the season, at, at some point, like culminated together. Uh, and I and I think Kershaw has to be kind of a top rotation guy. You know, like yeah, look at the daughter rotation. Like who is the ace? I mean, you get obviously you got Arias, and then who's number two after that? As of now, it has to be Julio, and then even though we just picked him up, I would think Cindergard or Tony Gonsolin. 
Tony as of now, I was to say, as of now, Walker Buehler isn't back. <laughs> he would be my number two, but just because of his injury, I'm not, I'm not putting him on the list. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, uh, Tony Gonsolin had a great year last year, and then he kind of <clears throat> flamed out towards the end. Yeah, after the he, All-Star he break. Did get, he did get injured as well. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, it's going to be a wild card. I don't know what to expect out of Tony Gonsolin. You just hope that you get first half Tony Gonsolin, All-Star Tony Gonsolin. And Kershaw, again, I, I I need Kershaw to be a top three guy at the very minimum. So Kershaw has to be a top three guy. He's going to miss a month. We know that. And as long as he's healthy for October, that's all that matters. And, again, we go into October yet again and hope to win it all again and see what happens. But Kershaw needs to be healthy for October. And he needs to be a top rotation guy. Hopefully give you about 200 innings. I think that would be pretty solid of Kershaw if you get 200 innings. And uh, if, if Kershaw can stay healthy until the All Star break without any setbacks, without anything, I think he'll like it'll be like that'll <clears> be the big move that we need for the postseason. <clears throat> and, I, and I think Kershaw will be back next year. Is it with the Dodgers? I don't know, but I, I think because the, the All Star game is in Arlington, Texas, I think he would probably want to be a part of that. And so I, I think he'll be back for at least one more season. Again, I'm just throwing it out there. But we got to enjoy Kershaw while we have him because you, know, you just never know when it might be his last season or his last start, right? So I've been really kind of like thinking about that over the last couple of seasons, like appreciating him while he's here because he's in the twilight of his career. Yes, that is – I mean, the, the the most recent baseball game we saw, Kershaw started. So, hey, we got that right there. Yeah, I was at uh, Justin Turner's last ever game. Well, we were at Justin Turner's last ever game. Um, Justin Turner, Cody Ballinger. So, that's that's baseball. Ah, but, uh, it'll be interesting 2023 for Clay Kershaw, as always. And we look yeah. forward to seeing him on the mound. And so, as we close the episode podcast out, I want to get into a topic of something fun. FanFest is coming up. I don't think we mentioned that. FanFest is back. I think after like a three-year hiatus, FanFest is back. Uh, do you like FanFest? You, will you be a part of FanFest this season? Not for this year's price. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a Prices. free ticket. Oh, no, no, no. You know, I'm thinking of the autograph things. To You know, you have to like buy a ticket to get an autograph. Autograph session, yeah. Yeah, those, yeah. You know, I would think of FanFest would be fun, but that uh, it, that falls on the 4th, right? Yeah, February 4th, Saturday, February 4th. Yeah, February 4th, I will, I'll be at uh, Universal Studios attending the Nintendo World, so I won't be, I won't be at FanFest oh, wow. this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I actually did peep the, the, uh, the menu, what's taking place. They already had, like, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman sold out for, like, autographs or something like that. I'm like, okay, I, I had no chance. They were, like, an hour already sold out. Uh, you know, things are going to be crazy, though, and then there's always the chance that the player leaves a bit early, so it's not even a full guarantee after spending, what, like, uh, 300 bucks? They actually do mention that, like, a lot in the in the thing. Like, it's something to change. Like, so, uh, that, would, <laughs> that would really suck. But, uh, yeah, I've never actually done an autograph session. I've actually got one autograph at FanFest, Alex Verdugo. 
I got it for free. Oh, Verdugo, um, that's pretty sick. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll be at FanFest this year. We'll have to see. I I did maybe want to take like a tour. Sixty five bucks for the tour, go to the clubhouse. But so we'll see what happens. And so on the Dodger Stadium topic, what is one thing you would change about Dodger Stadium? One thing I would change about Dodger Stadium? Oh man, honestly the the way the pavilion is designed now, I don't I remember we talked about this recently, but it just they added they added in too many too many side attractions at the stadium. There's there's too many things that you can just get attached to and not even worry about the game. It's it's cloggy, lines are bad all the time. It's you you go to a baseball game to watch baseball. You don't like you know, this I just a fashion I, mall. I, you know, this ain't a fashion show. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's. Uh, yeah. I just I don't like the way the pavilion is designed. It especially because a few years ago, um, batting practice was so much more accessible. It was it was so much more easier to to get an actual like batting practice home run ball. And now it's just like they added in the home run seats. They're strict about it. Like, even if you hop over to grab a ball and hop back over, it's just – I feel like it's more cloggy now because of that. Yeah, uh, I do miss the old Dodger Stadium for nostalgic reasons. I mean, I was always there. I'm not so I'm always there. But, like, I I grew up going to Dodger Stadium and uh, sitting in the pavilion a lot of the time, always there early for BP. And I do miss, like, running up the steps. Uh, yes. To, and then you see, like, the field right away. I do miss that. Uh, and then, like, in the center field, like, they remodeled the entire thing, and it looks totally different. You can't even recognize it, but uh, it, it does feel a bit, uh, you know, congested and, and jammed up at times. Um, and I do miss the old Dodger Stadium, but I do like how you can access right field pretty easily and, and whatnot. But it is a bit <clears> – excuse <throat> me. It is a bit, like, advanced, right? Yeah, and it's kind of not what we're used to at Dodger Stadium, but it's I'm not mad about it, but do something to just reminisce on the old Dodger Stadium for me. Uh, you know, uh, I, I guess like probably off the bat, just like the parking lot. Like, I wish they could do something like fun out there. Like. I don't, I don't have, I have no idea. Like, I love Dodger Stadium, like, the ins and outs of it, like, like, the neighborhood and all that. But, like, I don't, like, what could they possibly add out there, like, to make it, like, fun or, like, just on a bare parking lot, you know? Like, what what could possibly be out there, like, they could do something out there with, like, they have, so they have, like, the old 76 station out there, right? Obviously, it's not used, but, like, what could they add out there? I don't know. Maybe, like, Maybe, like, restaurants or something like that. Like, you could, like, go to Dodger Stadium, like, go eat at a restaurant there or something. I don't know. Just something. I don't – Just the, the Dodger Stadium parking lot has always had a co- lot of controversy surrounding it. So, it's just – I don't know. That parking lot is they never going to get anything done. Frank McCourt is too yada yada D with it. So. Or even uh, – you know what? I would bring back the Think Blue sign. Bring back the Think Blue sign. How about that? I would bring back the Think Blue sign. You remember about remember the thing blue sign? How about an escalator? They have an escalator. We we mean they like at, the, have... like, like at the five dollar parking lot. How about an escalator all the way oh, to the top? Yeah, that would be sweet. 
Just a free golf ride, honestly. I'll take that golf cart ride. Bro, a cart system. Why don't they set up a golf cart system to take fans up if they park right there? Oh man, that, Dude, I would that's... pay money right now today, like to get that started. Like, <laughs> like they yeah. haven't zoned off for like the people who are parking in that specific lot, and only they can get rides up through said golf carts. I don't know. That just no, yeah, that would actually that that would be that's a great idea. The yeah. like an escalator system, a, a golf cart system, like a scooter up. Can we get a scooter? Up? I don't know. Like, <laughs> rent those out. scooters next to the help, Vinsol Avenue sign. <laughs> help us out, right? Because I wouldn't be shocked if you rolled up and parking got more expensive, right? So, uh, like, help us out for the people that don't want to pay thirty-five dollars <throat> for parking. So, we, we don't. We pay five bucks. If we uh. What is that lot in? So, uh, yeah, lot in, lot in. <clears throat> so yeah, that there's a bunch of things that we could, you know, talk about and add and this add, but that's gonna do it for today's podcast. The dog into the ravine. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you guys at some point next week. Have a good one, y'all. Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. <laughs>